0: And unfortunately, uh, the West didn't quite realize this. And so I did, and I moved in there and uh, concentrated on those countries, set up foundations uh, locally, and they made their contribution. But then I became concerned with the problems of globalization, where you have global markets, but you have politics based on the sovereignty of states. So how do you deal with that, that issue? and uh, uh, and then i came to the realization that open society is endangered by by our current leadership in 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 this country and that is when i refocused my attention on the united states
1: mr Farage, two and a half minutes thank you as mr muscovici said at the start of this the leak of all these papers and lists of people with offshore holdings has come about because of the society of investigative journalists. But what's not been said this morning, and I think is relevant, is that the funding of these investigations came from one George Soros. Now, I say this at a time I'm going to come back to So What. And it may have some personal interest for you as well. I say this at a time when the use of money and the influence it may have had on the Brexit result or the Trump election has reached a level of virtual hysteria. Just last week, the Electoral Commission in the UK launched an investigation to find out whether the Leave campaign took offshore money or Russian money. This came about as a result of questions asked in the House of Commons by one Ben Bradshaw, somebody linked to an organisation called Open Society. I just wonder, when we're talking about offshore money, when we're talking about political subversion, when we're talking about collusion, I wonder whether we're looking in the wrong place. And I say that because George Soros recently gave Open Society his organisation, which, of course, campaigns for free movement of peoples and supports supranational structures like the European Union. He recently gave it $18 billion. And his influence here and in Brussels is truly extraordinary. Open Society boasts that they had 42 meetings last year with the European Commission. They've even published a book of reliable friends in the European Parliament and there are 226 names on that list including yours sir i thought i thought you'd find this interesting we even had last week mr verhofstadt lobbying on behalf of mr soros at the conference of presidents in a battle that is going on with viktor orban the prime minister of hungary if we're going to have a debate and we're and we're going to talk about full political and financial transparency Well, let's do it. So I should be writing today to all 226 of you, asking some pretty fair questions. Have you ever received funds, directly or indirectly, from Open Society? How many of their events have you attended? Could you please give us a list of the meetings of all the representatives, including George Soros yourself? And I think this parliament should now set up a special committee to look into all of this and i say that because i fear we could be looking at the biggest level
0: of international political collusion in history no i think this would be the time because you really need to bring china into the creation of a new uh, 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 world order uh, they're going to be sort of a tipping point a moment at which the dollar is fatally weakened or does it just sort of carry on an orderly decline of the dollar is actually desirable. Um, A decline in the value of the dollar is necessary in order to uh, compensate for the fact that the US economy will remain rather weak, will be a drag on the global economy. In addition, to we'll focusing on that, We also have a tremendous responsibility to to bring about a better world order, better world order, better world order, better world order, better world order. Better world order.
2: Welcome, everybody. It is time to go down the rabbit hole. NWCZRadio.com, channel one. Thank you very much for being there. We're glad to be here. I'm Big D. And a little behind the scenes uh, info. We're waiting for Brandon. Apparently, he was on his way back from something and they got a flat tire, so he's not in the studio at the moment. I, I expect him to be joining me somewhere mid show, hopefully. But that's okay. I've got you covered. This week, we are taking a break from our Secret Society series. Because the elections are coming up. And this isn't about party. This is not about candidate. This isn't about um, how you plan to vote. What this is, is information on the powers that be who are influencing the everyday life of you and me one of the names that comes up often a lot is that of George Soros how much do you really know about George Soros well I think you're gonna be shocked I think you're gonna be surprised I'm sure some of you uh, probably know some of the basics about him and we'll go over that but then we're gonna go deep into just what George Soros is all about, what his philosophy is, what he's up to, what he funds, who he backs, and how it affects you and me on a daily basis. And it's, it's quite shocking, actually. In fact, what he thinks of himself is probably, the, in my opinion, one of the most disturbing things of all. But I want to thank first. I want to start by thanking everybody who listens to us here on the station. Those of us, those of you who listen on podcast, thank you for all the re- very, very nice reviews and the uh, ratings on the various platforms and the emails. Got a lot of great emails this past week. You can always email us at nwczradio at gmail.com and in the subject line, put down the rabbit hole or dtrh however you want to do it and then ask us a question if you'd like us to forward you uh, some of our sources some of the things we're talking about whether it be uh, photos or files or where we're getting this information glad to share it with you that's not a problem we want to get it out there because you and i live in a world that is ever-changing and there are powers that be there are the, there's the global elite and a lot of people call that a conspiracy theory, but the fact is, is that they're there and that's not a conspiracy. It's not even a theory. It's a fact. And the fact is, is there is a concerted effort on the part of basically a handful of people in the world to dictate your life, to change things in our day-to-day activities. We are never going back to the pre-covid days. That's a fact. What we knew literally months ago is gone forever. And one of the guys that we can actually put the blame on is George Soros. George Soros is a fascinating individual in the fact that he that he is alive He's out there, he lives in the United States, and yet he is part of, I don't know if you want to call it the Illuminati, I don't know if he's in the Illuminati, he's never once stated that he's in the Illuminati, he's definitely in the global elites. When we talk about the group of 300, the Bilderberger group, he's a permanent member. We talked about the Bilderberger group last week. He's one of the permanent members of the Bilderberg group. He is, has wrought devastation on countries, and he's trying to do it right here, right now. And I believe we alluded to this last week. The only thing, literally, keeping the global project, which is uh, the, the 2030 project, well, it was the 2020, there's the 25, 2025 and the 2030 global project from actually happening and really just encompassing the globe is our Constitution and our Bill of Rights. And they're doing everything they can to knock that out. Why? Because it it grants and guarantees certain rights and freedoms for United States citizens. That is why. Your right to own property, your right to pursue happiness, your right to uh, own a gun, your right to free speech. All these rights are in the way, and we're really one of the, we are really literally the last country standing between the global elites, the UN, the EU, and all of them taking over and creating a one world global system. That is not hyperbole. That is not a theory. That's not even a conspiracy. It's on their websites. They have talked about it, and so let's get into it. George Soros. Who, who is this guy? Uh, you've probably seen pictures of him. You've heard his name everywhere. Well, George Soros was born in 1930 in Budapest, Hungary. His father was a, um, they're Jew, they're Jew, they're a Jewish family, but not a practicing religious Jewish family. And his father was in a Soviet prison camp and escaped. This was during the Russian Revolutionary War. One of the things that his father did while he was raising George was print false identity documents for Jewish families during the initial Nazi occupation. And (laughs) so... His dad was actually kind of an interesting character because he would provide these documents free for those who could not afford it, but those who could, he overcharged them. So he was literally, he, he wasn't the great um, humanitarian that a lot of people w- would like him out, make make him out to be. However, he was trying to help. George, on the other hand, when things really hit the fan, when, re- when things really got deep, his father convinced a, uh, an individual to adopt him as his, quote, legal godson. And Soros became the godson of this guy. He had all the papers. And while the Jews, his, his neighbors, his, his Jewish community was being carted off and taken into captivity, and we all know what happened there, George was safe and sound and took part in the looting and the stealing of artifacts, art and the wealth that was left behind. He, in his own words, looks back, looks back on this time and calls it one of the greatest times of his life, which is fascinating. He you can find interviews with him where he talks about uh, how he didn't feel bad how if it wasn't for, if it wasn't him it would have been somebody else he has he has no remorse for this zero so he escaped the the holocaust and the horrors that the jews in, endured during that time and came out of it pretty much smelling like a rose after that he moved over to london and he attended the london school of economics in 1947 uh, the uh, wars over he basically wasn't digging London, he found it very dull and he became fascinated with the philosopher Karl Popper and dreamed one day of becoming basically a philosopher himself, however Soros was very, and is still to this day a brilliant mind when it comes to international economic affairs
3: that was my fault
2: hey brandon's in the studio Yep, and i hit the wrong
3: button and i i I, I muted him instead of turning me on (laughs) (laughs) that's why you don't let me near the board well welcome to the show yes sorry i i was listening to a little bit as i was driving as i was coming in but my ipad kept coming in and out so i caught some of the beginning of the show so Apologize for being late. Yeah, we we blew a tire
2: while we were moving hay. So some things happen, and there's nothing you can do about it. So so we're in the middle of, of i I'm I'm giving the history of Soros. I did. I heard some of that. Did you?
3: I heard you talking about him in uh, Germany. Yes. I, I did send you that that interview that where he he even says exactly what you said in his own words.
2: Yeah, and I I, I it, we can send you that link. Yeah. I, I I didn't feel like actually playing the video clip. Because it's it's, it's it's out there. It is, and it, it's it, one of those it, you
3: can look for it. And I mean, it, in his own words, he basically says, "Well, if I hadn't done it, someone else would have done it. So really,
2: I didn't steal from him." Right? It. Yeah, and we we talked about this. Yeah. so we're up to where he was basically. He's at the London School of, of Economics and and mm-hmm. bored with London. Wants to become a philosopher, but he finds out that he's actually an amazing. He, he does, and even to this day, has an amazing brain oh, yeah. for uh, economics. And so he started all of these, uh, what they call hedge funds, uh, lots of very lots of incarnations of his head, the Soros Funds Management, Quantum Group of Funds, and uh, the Soros Quantum Group of Funds. He did all these things. And if you're not familiar with it, he basically broke the Bank of England, literally broke it. Yes. He took a huge massive gamble. Now, if it had gone the other way, we would never know who George Soros is.
3: Well, I, I don't know because there's a couple of them. I mean, if you look up, like I, I went to, what is it? The freaking investopedia or whatever. And I was looking at that and it shows like the top five, you know, currency exchanges that, you know, basically where someone made out huge amounts of money. And every single one is either Soros or it's a Soros, like somebody that was working for him.
2: Right, but the initial the, the initial push that got yeah. him the money that allowed him to then go from Keep there playing, yeah. Was this when he gambled in in 1992 uh on this uh shorting of the British pound. Because before that he was just like any other hedge fund manager. Yeah. He was rich, but he wasn't like god rich. Yeah. And what he did was he gambled on the british pound he invested 10 billion dollars so that's a good amount billion uh, you know that's a good amount uh we don't i don't have 10 billion laying around but he had done this through you know working the markets and and all these things you know and selling the the
3: stuff that he stole from his jewish friends
2: absolutely uh, which, which actually one of the funny things about that is he, he then sort of started backtracking on that and saying, well, I was just an observer, but we, uh, but the history shows that and, he profited handsomely from oh, it. Oh,
3: it does. And I mean, he even, he made the comment. I mean, originally he's saying I, I was there and I was active actively involved in this interview. And then like two sentence later says, well, I was an observer. Right. And it's like, no, you weren't. You already, you said you did this.
2: Yeah, right so he uh so he gambled on this uh the the british pound and and, and he was correct and he he got a massive pro- an ma- uh, unbelievable amount of profit from it so that was in 1992 by 2000 soros had been accused of causing financial crisis in thailand malaysia indonesia japan and russia uh oddly enough And the interview that you're referring to was a 1998 interview on 60 Minutes. Yeah. Where he stated, I'm actually trying to do the right thing, but sometimes what I do, it has negative, quote, unintended consequences, as it did in Russia. He literally claims to be amoral, and he is all
3: about profit. Oh, yeah. He he says in the interview that he's all about profit, that there's the business mind of him that's all about profit and amoral, but then once... There's the human side of him that tries to be moral, which but the what
2: morality, and and I think that's what we're going to find out today. When well, his, his when he says he wants to be moral, it is way different than what you and I, and yes. I think most average people would declare as moral. Well, I don't know. I mean, seeing how this country's going right now,
3: I think there's more and more there on his side of morality. But well, that's because he's funding. Oh, yeah. most of it. Yeah, he is. And it's one of those things too. I mean, like I was saying about the, you know, some of the stuff on Investopedia, if you look at some of these, the, uh, the Kiwi, yes, he, he shut down or basically did the same thing to New Zealand that he did to, you know, England, but it actually wasn't him. It was another guy working for him. And there's a couple other ones where you find those where, you know, there's the Kiwi where they did that. Um, there was a couple. Of, yeah, there was Stanley Drunken Miller. Yes, which, what a name, Drunken Miller, that did it twice with him. I resemble that remark. Yeah, that did <laughs> did it twice with him. Didn't we have a someone I used to work here with? There was a drunken. no, he was a high Miller. That's right. <laughs> so yeah, it's. I mean, there's so much, and it's just everything you see on this with the the. Equity trading, and every time there's a story of somebody totally you know, shifting a market or doing something, Soros has his fingers in it. They work for him. They're one of his protégés. There's something.
2: He helped them. He funded them. He, in the he, markets, he's brilliant. Oh, he's brilliant. There's no doubt about it. What he does with his money is nefarious. Uh, I came across this article, and this was from uh, Britain's independent newspaper, And they sat down with Soros and they asked and they were talking to him. And these are some of the these are direct quotes from him from this article. I fancied myself as some kind of God. If truth be known, I carried some rather potent messianic fantasies for me from childhood, which I felt I had to control. Otherwise, they might get me in trouble. Uh, when asked to elaborate on it, he said, it's, it's, quote, it's a sort of disease when you consider yourself some kind of God, the creator of everything. But I feel comfortable now in it since I began to live it out. Also, he is quoted as saying, I'm sort of a, a duex machina. I'm something unnatural. I'm very comfortable with my public persona because it's one that I've created for myself. Which is kind of weird because he's not a really a public figure. No, He doesn't give a lot of interviews. You, you hear his name a lot, but you don't see interviews. He, people don't quote him a lot. He's not, He's written a couple of books, but they were long ago. So he's not really a public figure. But anyway, to, to continue uh, in the quote, it represents what I like to be as distinct from what I really am. You know, in my personal capacity, I'm not actually a selfless uh, philanthropic person. I'm very much self-centered. Quote, next to my fantasies about being God, I also have very strong fantasies of being mad. In fact, my grandfather was actually paranoid. I have a lot of madness in my family. So far, I've escaped it, says him. In his book, Soros on Soros, he says, I do not accept the rules imposed by others. And in periods of regime regime change, the normal rules don't apply. So this is the madness that we're dealing with.
3: It is and it's one of those things I mean one thing I mean with Soros to give you an idea his own country doesn't want him
2: no he's Ill- it's illegal it's if he illegal shows up to they be will, there. there's like five it's countries illegal
3: to support him
2: yeah there's like five countries in including Hungary. his his homeland where if he shows up he will be immediately erect, arrested and will uh they hate him with a passion they don't understand why America has let him in. Why he sets up shop here?
3: Well, and part of the problem is is because a lot of people feel that it's the. There's one thing that I found. Because that's one thing I found is if you go, if you go to the, the some of the the leftist sites, a lot of them are really for him in certain ways.
2: Well, yeah, because he funds their causes.
3: Yeah. So I mean, there's some things that I, I they I think a lot of people in America believe, I mean, it's one of those things that's, uh, that, have you, Arthur, Arthur Finkelstein? Yes. Did you, did you research? Get yes. Down to him, where he talks about basically, you know, that, um, which makes sense. I mean, the way that they do this does completely make sense, but I don't see how they really attribute this to Soros, where they basically, you don't, this is what Finkelstein said. You don't go against the Taliban, you go against Osama bin Laden. So it's about personalization, picking the perfect enemy, and then go full on against that person so that people are actually scared of your opponent and never talk about your own candidates policies. They don't matter at all. And that's where a lot of people feel like the Hungarians like went after Soros in this sense, but they didn't Soros. He did this to himself. Mm -hmm. I mean, he funded all these things. He made it obvious. He didn't even hide that he was funding.
2: No, you can go. We haven't even got into it yet, but, um, and we'll get there because we're, we're sort of going through the the history and into the current situation, which is his open society.
3: Yeah. Well, and a lot of people sit there, you know, saying that a lot of people it was anti-Semitic, that, you know, they go against his Jew, that he's Jewish well, and that it's all anti-Semitic. And it's that's like, well, how, but that's, we've talked about this. Yeah. Arthur Finkelstein himself was Jewish. Yeah. So, and if he's the one that, you know, started this, which like I said, I don't see, I see it's a reach, but it's one of those things that I felt like I need to be said because it's one of those things that they, that's how the left and the side that's with Soros tries to make. But even the left at times is like, yeah,
2: Soros is out there. Well, one of the things, and, and if you start back at the beginning of our podcast, especially if you start with paperclip oh, yeah. and you come to the current situation, We've talked. It's it's almost a succession in in, in how we we present this. You you'll see a pattern, and with George Soros, it fits the pattern, like to a T. Yes. In Edward Bernays, he talks about how do you uh, how do you use propaganda, how do you get your message out, and we talked about uh, Edward Bernays, and how do you um, how do you flip the script? Well, George Soros. Must have read the book. He's a, He is an absolute disciple of it. I'm pretty sure he reads the book like it's his Bible. Yeah, because what Soros has done with his money is, one, he went and basically bought out the media. Oh, yeah. I have a story right here. I'm looking at it. That uh, he recently, with, I'm talking within the last five years or so, Spent forty eight million dollars funding media organizations. And the hard part about that
3: is for us, that's a lot of money. For him, that's like buying a Big Mac. No, it's nothing to him. It's nothing. And that's what I think a lot of people don't realize. They think, you know, they look at a lot of these people, and I mean I'll be honest, I'll throw in the, you know, the Bill Gates, when they're throwing money out at these philanthropic, you know, things. Forty eight million to him is like throwing out a Big Mac.
2: Well, right. And, and so they do that with a lot of You say, of their well, stuff. what did he spend it on? Well, what he spent it on was funding media properties, including the infrastructure of news, journalism schools, investigative journalism, and industry organizations. So what he did was he took and what Soros loves to do. Is and we've and th- this is part and partial with what what Bernays talked about is you set up foundations, yes, you set up foundations that have really nice names like his was called the Tides Foundation, and you funnel a bunch of money into it, and then that organization uh, then funnels the money out, and it turns out that Soros' influence includes NBC, ABC, New York Times. Washington Post, Columbia Journal Review, uh, on and on and on. And that's just so that's that's step one yes. was the media, because I'm telling you, like in other things, when you research George Soros and you just type in his name, it is pages and pages and pages of what a great guy he is. Well, it is. And it's we what go back a
3: Philanthropist to like, he is. We go back to the Bilderberg group that we yes. talked about last week. Where all of a sudden, why have we never heard about them? Why have they never done anything? Oh, that's right. Because the people that are part of the Bilderberg own the media. Yep.
2: Second step that he did, and this we're seeing on the streets today, is what he decided in the U.S. because he's developed this open society, which we'll get into more in a moment, is to build this dream and to break down the society mm. in which we live in your neighborhood in my neighborhood in my town is he went after basically our justice system and he created these funds who backed local DAs they're on the most of them are on the ballot we vote for our local DAs. But how much do you know about your local DA? Like, do you know anything about them? It's one of those, like, at the bottom of the ballot, you've never heard these names. And so you're like, well, I, I saw a sign. Yeah. Well, Soros has put packed a ton of money. And I'm going to give you a list of just a few. Kim Gardner, St. Louis County. Kim Fox, Cook County. Chelsea Bolden, San Francisco. Larry Krasner. Philadelphia, Diane Becton in Contra Costa County, right here in our state of Washington. There's uh, our um, our local prosecutors are bought and paid for by George Soros. What are they doing? Nothing. They are decriminalizing everything, and when I say decriminalizing, that means they're not arresting for crimes. They're lowering the cr- They're lowering the standard of what it means to be arrested yes. for a crime, and what we're seeing, like we're seeing with, with Antifa and Black Lives Matter and protesters, it has now, there's no bail. There's no requirement to come to, there, there's really nothing for, they, they get arrested. If they get arrested, they're immediately let out and they're back out on the street. Como, our local Como did, uh, I think it was Como, maybe it's King 5, did a documentary called Seattle is Dying. I yep. highly recommend it, where they profiled people on the street in Seattle who have like 40 convictions. 40. And I'm not talking about for like marijuana in the pocket. I'm talking about rape and assault and burglary and drugs. And they've never done they've never done time. They're out walking around. Why? Why? Why is this happening? Well it's because that is the plan of this open society that George Soros' vision and the UN's vision for the world. And so he funds this stuff. So it's important to pay attention where you're at. Where's the money flowing? Who, When people are running for these lower offices, know who they are. Know what they're talking about. Know what they what their stand is. Yeah. George
3: Soros did fund quite
2: a few of those.
3: What is it? Contra Costa County? Isn't that the one where, uh, oh, what's his name? The sheriff that everyone thought was great. They would put people out and made prisoners do work. Yeah, and because of the you know, well, Kim, the, he's Kim gone Fox
2: now. was is famous for the 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 Smollett case, uh, letting Jesse Smollett go. Uh, we, I mean, we oh, can yeah, because go- he did nothing but fake uh, being attacked. Yeah, I mean, we can go down the list. So that's one. So we have the media. He's gone after the the legal system yep. here in the United States, and what he's done recently, which you're seeing this. I mean, it's topic of mainstream media is the social media centros- censorship Are you familiar with this? Facebook deleting everybody. Twitter. Oh, I've been seeing it. We, we're seeing it more
3: and more right now. I mean, yeah. you don't see it because you're not on Facebook. I'm not on there. But I, as someone who's on Facebook, I'm seeing it more and more. I read about it. Twitter. Twitter. The only thing actually has been good is anybody who's like pretty much says that it's a good thing. The president has COVID and is dying. Um, they, they they'll delete him immediately for threatening the president So, well, there was a
2: leaked document that was that was uh, released, and by the free Beacon, I can send you the link to it. George Soros funded groups that plotted with Google, Facebook, Twitter, and other social media platforms to eliminate conservative slash right wing propaganda, which is what they call it. The recent wave of censorship of conservative voices of the Internet by tech giants Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Apple mirrors a plan concocted by a coalition of George Soros-funded progressive groups to take back power in Washington from President Trump. And then it goes – it was a 49-page memo. It goes on and on. And I read it. It's all about defeating Trump. It's about anybody they determine to be, quote, right-wing or conservative or and, and and then so like how do you determine that how, how do you figure that out how do you know well if they disagree with what you post if they disagree what with, with yeah. what you put on there you will be banned you'll be shadow banned and you could eventually be removed we saw this with q a lot of q pages yep disappeared we're seeing this because more and more Qanon on with- is a right
3: Conspiracy, conspiracy theorists, yeah, and, and that's the problem It's conspiracy theorists. If you think differently than
2: them, you're a conspiracy theorist and you're bad. They're calling it fake news. They're calling it uh, all kind of crazy things. So what you're seeing on social media, which is why I've been off of it, I will not go back to it. I think it's dangerous. That's my opinion. I, it, it is a tracking device. It is a manipulation yeah. device. It is a propaganda device. And I'm, I'm gone. Like yeah, I will never it's return. and and. Bill Gates working together. It's it's Bill it's Bill Gates, it's Soros, it's, it's the UN it's Facebook, it's all it's it. Twitter, it's all of them together in, in one accord, at Hello. the behest of and I said this back at the beginning. I don't know if George Soros is part of the I'll just say Illuminati.
3: Say New Lizard Order.
2: All I know is that George Soros is a permanent member in Bilderberg. Yes. I do know that George Soros is part of other secret societies and whether he is, as we talked about with Gates, sort of the face, because I, I really think when we get when we really get into the Illuminati, when, when we get to that subject, the higher up, like the the people who actually are the echelon of, of, of the Illuminati, we don't even know their names. These are no. shadow people. They're gonna be someone we've never heard of. Absolutely, and I I'm, I'm I was, be
3: like George Soros. These are people pulling his strings.
2: Yes, well, and I agree. I agree. I think they're using him. I think they're using their money, and so forth. The other, so the last of the pillars in which he is um, directing his ire, his money, and, and then we're gonna get into the open society and what that's all about because that is the root of all of this. Oh yeah. Uh there was a, uh, God bless the internet, and, and guys like Edward Snowden and people who, uh, like the Washington Free Beacon, who go in and I don't like, I would never like to be hacked, but it's important that we know some of these things. Yeah. the There's free some people that need to be hacked. Yes, the Free Beacon hacked into um, the Democracy Matters Florida donor retreat which was funded by Soros and they came out they came out with this i think it's a 49 page document titled democracy matters and the strategic plan for action and as i've read through this thing this is all soros funded completely soros funded it is literally about pouring billions of dollars i said that right billions, billions into with a B. The Hillary Clinton campaign to fight against Trump, you wonder why Trump's so unpopular, why they hate him so much? Why does the media hate him? Why does social media hate him? Why does Hillary Clinton, why do the Democrats all hate him? Because he beat the odds. And I'm not telling you to vote for Trump. I'm just telling you the reality of the situation. Why do they hate
3: him so much? And and it's true, because it's one of those things, I'll be honest. I mean, anybody who knows me, anybody who sees me on Facebook, I am not a Trump supporter at all. I mean, at this point, after the the debates, I mean, that's a whole nother topic. But I'm pretty much think I might go independent because both of them look like idiots. But this really shows how much he put a wrench into Soros, the Democrats, the New Lizard Order, all of their plans because everybody is pissed at him. Yes, the, he
2: he was not supposed to be. He was not supposed to be president. So one of the things that Soros uh created uh, according to these documents is this thing called media matters you've probably heard of it because media matters is the fact checker used by news and social media Mm -hmm. media matters is a complete and totally sourced group funded by soros And here is what they consider success to look like. Serial misinformers and right-wing propagandists inhabiting everything from social media to the highest levels of government will be exposed and discredited. Internet and social media platforms like Google and Facebook will no longer uncritically and without consequence host and enrich fake news sites and propagandists. Toxic, alt-right social media fueled harassment campaigns that silence dissent and poison our national discourse will be fun, will be punished and halted again i don't care what side of the aisle you're on i don't really care what your position is all i know is that when somebody else is deciding what you post or what you read or what you look at or what is coming into your home is right wing or propaganda or whatever freedom's lost Yeah, freedom's complete when somebody else, who we and we don't know who that person is, we don't know, no, is determining that what your thought process is, is propaganda, alt right, uh, misinformation and so forth. We don't have a freedom of discussion. It's over, and that's what Soros wants. We he wants a system in play in which. He and his minions determine what's good for you, what's good for me, and how we should think, and how we should receive, and send information. That's dangerous. Sounds like this book I read once called 1984.
3: Yes. I mean, it really does. But I mean, then that's it. He, he is that way. He wants the thing, and that's one thing you see. Like you said, you're not on Facebook anymore. You're not seeing it. But I'm seeing it more and more where it's pretty much one of those, you know, I'm seeing people get you know, censored because they don't think the way that Facebook thinks they should. It's one of those things that things that are facts, but but because they aren't the facts that they like that they haven't blocked saying, oh, this might be incorrect information when it can be proven that it's not. But their fact
2: checkers are like, you know, it goes against what we believe. Well, he set up another foundation, which you probably heard of, because again, they love to set up these foundations and give them really clever names, because it, 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 it makes them it, seem it's legit. Straight out of the book of propaganda. Oh yeah, this one was titled American Bridge. You can look it up; it's a real thing. And this, these are their stated goals. Does this sound familiar? Trump to defeat Trump either through impeachment. That happened. Yeah or at the ballot box in 2020. Two, the balance of power to shift back to the Democrats. We will measurably impact U.S. Senate, gubernatorial, and state legislative races. Three, we will free ourselves from solely relying on the press. Our robust digital program will reach voters directly online. It's an all-out attack, people. It is an all-out attack for your mind. It's an all-out attack to squash dissenting opinions or voices to give one they want to talk about propaganda when there's only one voice that's allowed when there's only one view that is given that is the definition of propaganda i'm pretty sure that's the definition of communism yes
3: but and that's the thing is you're seeing it more and more where it's pretty much one side and it's something for a long time that i looked at and i'm like well i don't have a lot of friends that must support you know the other side because I'm only seeing this. But then I realized that, no, it's not
2: that. It's that the fact that they're being censored. There were also some documents that were leaked uh, not long ago that uh, these dated back to 2008. There were about 2,500 documents. Uh, A group called DC Leaks uh, found these. And uh, oddly enough, there was not one single story None. I couldn't find any on the New York Times, CNN, Post, Washington Post, CBC, uh, CBS, NBC. Nothing. Zero. There were, it was not there. Uh, unbelievable. Because <laughs> these were really mind blowing. Uh, the these leaked documents showed how Soros uh, attempted to manipulate Europe's 2014 elections. And it was called the List of European Elections 2014 Projects, which detailed over 90 Soros efforts that he had underway through these shill programs. 90 to over to to influence European elections. Crazy. Also, he poured nearly four million dollars. Again, pocket change for this guy. Yes. Into anti Israel groups with the goal of challenging Israel's racist and anti democratic policies. Uh, and right. that's a word they use a lot, is oh, racist. Oh, of course. Yeah, and, well. And it
3: sounds bad. I and mean, I'm not trying to. I'm not defending racist. I'm not doing any of that. I'm just no, saying
2: that's a word they use a lot. But they've overplayed their hand on that. They have labeled everything racist. Yes. Everything. And so therefore, nothing is racist. I literally get off topic for a moment here. I read I I read a uh uh, it was an it was an op ed piece by a college professor, don't remember where it was from, who was excited that college football was back. He was happy. He's like it's good for campus, it's good for morale, it's good for, you know, the students. It's fun. And had to apologize because it was considered racist based on the fact that It was white people in the stands watching black athletes, and they equated it to uh, slave days when the whites would sit around and watch blacks uh, compete against one another. Insanity. So racism has completely lost its, uh, its sting, I think. Another thing Soros did was he proposed paying the Center for American Politics $200,000 $200,000 to conduct a smear campaign against conservative activists in an uh, October 2015 document. Wait, he doesn't like the conservatives? <laughs> Shock, right? He donated 650000 to invest in te- technical assistance and support for the groups at the core of the burgeoning Black Lives Matter movement. Shock there. In 2015, they had barely started. He gave them six hundred fifty thousand, and since then he has given them way more. But he could see he could see
3: where they would help him, and of it goes all the way back to. And I mean, not that I'm for against any of these. I'm just saying this goes all the way back to the Black Panthers back in the sixties. Yeah, well,
2: i will tell you right now, we've exposed them. I'm dead set against uh, the Black Lives Matter Incorporated. Yeah, the corporate, not the. Yeah, we've had, uh, go that, back to our
3: Black Lives Matter. Another You'll
2: thing, figure out what we, how we feel on that. Um. He used extensive networks, meaning his shill corporations, to pressure the Obama administration into increasing the number of refugees that the United States would take annually to 100,000. And that's one that goes into where a lot
3: of countries have vilified him because of this. Yes. I mean, that's one of the articles that I had. I mean, here you talk about, there's one article that I was reading where they talk about The vilification of George Soros has spread far beyond the U.S. to Armenia, Australia, Honduras, the Philippines, Russia, and many other countries. Turkish Prime Minister Minister, uh, Minister Recep Tayyip Erdogan has accused Soros of being at the heart of a Jewish conspiracy to divide and shatter Turkey and other nations. In Italy, former Deputy Prime Minister Matteo Salvini accused him of wanting to fill the country with migrants because he likes slaves. Yeah. So this isn't just something new. This is something he's done in multiple countries.
2: Oh yeah, he he's operated all the world, but he has doubled and tripled his attack on the US because we are in our constitution and our bill of rights are the last standing testaments to the the breakdown of the US, which then brings in the new world order. And he's yes. stated that many, many times. So, hey, look, him you, and yeah, if you are if you're comfortable, you're okay with uh, being a surf and you're okay with the haves and the have nots, no middle class. They and, and and trust me, the haves are already there, They're you're there. not going to get into that crowd. So, it will be the haves. And it will be the have-nots. All these foot soldiers that are marching around, tearing down things for this, this, this dream of this utopia where everything's going to be the Garden of Eden, it, it, they have more now than they will have under this system. They literally have more. You, these people who claim they have nothing and who, who are burning buildings, stealing everything because they supposedly don't have anything, they will have less under this system than they have now. It's a pipe dream. It's a yeah. joke. It's not even
3: real. The, the problem is, is most people don't realize that under mo- communism, socialism, most of these like full on socialism, everything else, we are all the same, which really means we have less than what we have. Absolutely. And you lose the American dream of wanting to actually work for anything.
2: Yeah, no. Because
3: why would I work my ass off when I'm going to get the same exact thing as Pokey who's over there doing nothing all day?
2: Socialism, which is what they're after. Which is which is what uh, the UN project 2020, 2025, and 2030 are after. You can go to their websites. It's right there on their website. You can they go to the UN it. Economic Forum and watch their video on the uh, the reset, the Great Reset, as they're calling it, which they're using COVID as. And I I told you I I, 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 you I announced this ago. I announced this several weeks ago. Watch, they are going to tie in, co- the, this COVID thing. With the the whole green and the Save the Planet movement, and people thought I was crazy. You, uh, I got emails from people who said, you're, you're really stretching it. It has happened. It's there. It is real, and it's going on right now. They have married the two. And so ev- now as we come out of the Great Reset, it is all about globalization it's all about green it's all about resetting the economy and even the pope i literally read this today the pope has come out and said that capitalism has failed the world during this covid crisis and it must be brought down and on the other side we must return to and he didn't quite call it socialism but what he described is socialism where it's fair and equity for everybody. They, they love to use this word. Fair and equitable. Fair and equitable and sustainability.
3: Which means you get the same thing as the guy next door who does nothing. It's the
2: only system that is proven throughout history. And I'll challenge you to this. Go do your research. Socialism is the only system in the world that has been tried multiple times. And failed. And failed miserably. Every single time. Yet somehow they think it works. Somehow they think this
3: time it's going to work. Find me one place that it has worked where people haven't died. Sustainably
2: worked where people haven't died. People don't live in in squalor. Not that it
3: worked for a couple
2: years. It it hasn't even done that. Because everyone else throughout
3: Venezuela, it was working for what, like six months? Maybe, maybe. If
2: that, I've been to Cuba. Venezuela I've been, was one of the I've been most to prosperous countries. I've been to several countries that operate under the socialist system. I would never, I would never want that. I would never want to live there. It's a joke. Uh, some other things that were found in this uh, this leak is that Sor- Soros gave uh, seven million dollars to the Clinton's uh, Priorities USA Super PAC and a total of $25 million to the Democrats to support their causes uh, when Clinton was running for office. He was all in on Clinton, and he's all in right now on uh, Biden and Kamala. Another thing that I found interesting in these leaks, Soros um, had a step-by-step instruction to then-Secretary of State Clinton, this was before she ran as president, on how to deal with the unrest in Albania in early 2011. It included a list of people who should be considered as candidates to become an official mediator sent to that country. Oh, shock. Days later, the EU, who is just a shill corporation for the UN, dispatched one of the people on Soros' list as the official Go between. You don't tell me this guy doesn't have power? Oh yeah, he does. This guy has massive, massive power. It's one of the things we talked about in the propaganda and all of those. If you
3: have the ear of the people, whether they know you're the one pulling the strings or not, then you have power. It doesn't matter about money. It doesn't matter about any of that. If you have the ear of the people where you can change their thoughts, their beliefs, their everything, look at what social media has done to our society there are people that families fighting constantly because all of a sudden oh my god you actually believe this shit and they're like fighting each other it's stupid you get the ear of the people you get everybody and that's what Soros has not because of him but because of his money he's been able to buy the media everything else
2: one of the interesting things I found, uh, and now let's get into the Open Society because we have uh, just under ten minutes left. And the Open Society is uh, a, a, one of the corporations; it's a foundation that he, George Soros, founded, transferred eighteen billion dollars, billion, a billion with a B, dollars, and it became immediately pretty much the most powerful foundation and in also made him the most powerful player politically in the United States. Uh, basically it was him saying, I'm basically all in like, he just put his chips on the table and I'm going to, I'm going to spend all my money on this. What is the open society foundation? Well, they have funded in huge amounts, black lives ladder, Black Lives Matter. Planned Parenthood. Remember the Women's March? Yep. Remember the big Women's March? That was funded by Soros. Occupation Wall Street, funded by Soros. Antifa. And the list goes on. Pretty much anything to try and take down capitalism. And to take down the United States as we know it. Yes. His goal is a borderless society. He said this many, many times. He is, he's already been successful and bankrolled what he calls, or what's been called, the color revolution what is the color revolution it's something that you should you probably heard in the media if you listen to if you listen carefully if you're listening like we talked about between the noise color revolution has come up a few times i've heard it it's interesting it is a term that is widely used by media to describe various related movements that uh, that they've developed in lots of different societies including former Soviet Union and the Balkans and it is applied to a number of revolutions including some things also in the Middle East what are what is the color revolution what they do it's like death by a thousand cuts you fund all these groups you create chaos you make everybody you make people uncomfortable you make them feel unsafe you disrupt the discourse of the average citizen you propagate it on the media it you make it look like this is on your front door, and that's what they've done antifa black lives matter they're marching all yeah you know, they're marching everywhere well they've yes. never marched through my neighborhood no uh nobody's broken a window in, in my business district and but they make it sound like it's everywhere because there's something weird that happens when we when when Humans watch the news. We personalize it. We internalize really. it. When we had news, that was the afternoon paper, morning or afternoon paper, five o'clock, eleven o'clock news. You had the local news, national news. That was it. Yes. And if you missed it, you might hear it around the water cooler or whatever. But you might you might get yeah. Time or Newsweek, which was uh, not a, it was a weekly thing. Now it's twenty four seven, and everything is breaking news. Alert! Breaking alert!
3: Because you have to, because it's there's no, there's no emergency anymore. No, there's no breaking news. There's no oh my god! Can you believe this? Because it's like ah, oh, breaking news again, eh.
2: Right. Eh. But what happens is, and I've seen this in people that I know, they will be watching uh, the news cycle, mm-hmm. and I- I'll just use uh, I'll just use conjecture, um. A bridge collapses in Cincinnati, Ohio. Yeah, some cars go into the bay or whatever. It the, it's not that singular incident. Now it's, oh, the infrastructure of America is uh, is in peril. Mm-hmm. It hasn't been checked forever. All this bridge, is everywhere. Bad. This is everywhere. This is all over. Never mind the fact that they maybe they had a flood. Maybe uh, there was a, a design flaw. Maybe yeah, a boat hit it. Maybe that thing was one hundred and twenty-five years old, and they they forgot to you know they didn't do proper checks. And, and never mind any of that. We all we hear is the headline, and oh my god, don't drive over drive over a bridge because it's going to collapse because the infrastructure of America is toast. Yeah. and everyone flips. Well, and it goes to back to you know when we had all the the riots
3: and all the protests in Seattle. I remember getting from multiple family members like, oh my god, I can't believe you're in Seattle. Are you okay? And I'm like.
2: I'm you don't live in Seattle.
3: It's like I don't live in Seattle. For two, I'm there walking a job site, and I'm standing on the top of a building taking pictures going, there's nothing here. It's not like the whole city of Seattle's burning. Same thing in Portland. It's a few blocks.
2: It's like three blocks. And they may be, maybe they go out, expand it a little bit here or there, but the reality is it, it's, if you're living in West Portland, East Portland, you're living in the outlying areas, you, you haven't even seen it.
3: Yeah, and that's it. I mean, most people think they see the video, the TV and the news. As it's far Portland. As we, it's like the whole entire city is on fire. The whole right. entire state of Oregon is being run
2: over by, by, you know, protesters. No, it's three blocks. Exactly. And, and so it, it may happen in multiple cities. It may be going on in multiple cities. But this is stuff that George Soros and his people use yes. to make themselves seem they so fund
3: much it. bigger. They fund it all. And then they're like, look at all the, and then they, you know, own the media. So they're like, look at all of this that's happening. No, it's not.
2: It's not. Right. Here's a list of the Open Society goals. And, um, you know, we're running out of time, so we're going to have to get to the yeah, end of this. Uh, there's so much more, but we oh, wanted to give you a snapshot.
3: Because there's a whole thing like Poland. I had a whole thing on Poland, everything. I mean, it's just, I,
2: I hope you guys will do uh, more research uh, on your own. And that's kind of the goal of the show is to, is to give you yeah. good information. And then if you're really interested in it, go into a deeper dive.
3: Uh, and by deeper dive, especially source, a lot like with. Uh, uh, Bill Gates, you have to go deep. Yep. You can't just look at the first page. No, you, we, it'll I never th- happened for you. Three or four pages back to find the stuff that had the true information that wasn't like Soros is such an amazing guy. Woohoo! Well, yeah. he pays for that. He does, and that's why you have to go three or four pages back and then find the true story. Find the you know the video of him talking about you know how it wasn't so bad that he took all these things from the other Jews.
2: Yeah. So uh, when we'd be glad to send you that link. Yes, we'd be glad. I'll be glad to send you any of these uh, leaked documents that we found. I found this among the leaked documents, and and I found this quite alarming. And this would, these are the stated goals. These are not. You can go to the Open Society website. These are not on there. It's really rosy, and they talk about democracy, and human rights, and personal rights, and everything. It's an absolute lie. Here's what they're looking at. They want to, A, shape government policy. Not in a positive way, in a way that benefits George Soros and his buddies. Also, they want to change society through, get ready for this because you're seeing this as we speak, education, media, public health, human and women rights, and social and legal reform. That, those are their goals. Why? because that breaks the very fabric the absolute bedrock standards of the United States. It tears at the constitution, it tears at the at your home, it tears uh, p- you know, families apart. It's It It is allowing prisoner, it's allowing people to be criminals and with no repercussions. They want to do away with jails, they want to decriminalize everything. They want to create chaos because, as we talked about last week, and uh, we, uh, there was a quote from David Rockefeller who said, No, 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 I'm sorry, it's Henry Kissinger. Henry Kissinger who said, When you create enough chaos and, and uncomfortable situations, people will run to the government yep. and basically hand them their rights Save for security. Me save me save me please got big government save me and in the meantime they don't even know what they're giving up no you have to save yourself you have to be the the master and the controller of your own life research do the research don't bow down to these things it literally you know again i have my own beliefs about this election because this is what we're talking. So we're, we're working up to the election. I have my own thoughts about this election, and probably as we get closer, we we can have that discussion. I do think yeah. it's literally since Kennedy. This is the biggest election yeah. we've ever seen. It is the biggest philosophical difference that we're ever that we are going to see, and if we choose wrong, God help us all. It you will see we're either going to buy some time because it's eventually going to happen or we're, we're knee deep in it immediately. That's how I see it.
3: It's going to be interesting. It's one of those things. I mean, really, I mean, it's one of the, I've never seen such a division in the in the U S on how far
2: people are. It's manufactured
3: and it is totally manufactured, but so completely many people completely buying into it and to see how the human nature and how horrible our human beings are seeing on Facebook. Like I said, you're not on Facebook, so you're not seeing Thank God all the people that are basically excited and happy that our president has COVID. And it's like, yeah, it's disturbing. That's whether sick. you, whether you like him or not, if you wish death and harm on a person, you're fucked
2: up. Yeah. You got a problem. Uh, I want to leave you with this, this quote, because I think it's apropos. I want to encourage you. And I, I think Brandon would, be, would, would, would jump on board. If you disagree, please jump in. Mm-hmm. As we head to the election, it is imperative that you pay attention not just to the big two, Biden and Trump. That, that's very, very important. Yes. What's really, really important as well are your local elections, your state elections. Who are you sending to Washington? Who's running the courts in your town? Who's, who's running the police department? Who's your mayor? Who do, who's backing them? Who's funding them? What's their philosophy? Please, do your research. Don't vote R or D. Don't do it. No, don't. Don't do that. Be an independent thinker. Be a logical thinker. Use critical thinking skills and do some research. Because R and D don't mean anything these days. No. They've bought them all out. Well, not all, but they've bought many, many out on both sides of the aisle. And we need people who are willing to go in there and and fight this because it is it is this is this is the the last stand. There's no doubt about it.
3: Oh, I agree. I mean, you look at the 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 both sides of the aisle. um, So many people like vote you know red or blue because you don't want the other guy. Not to sound bad, if I can't say find anything good to say about my candidate, then I, if all you can do is make fun of the other candidate and say how stupid they are, you might want to look back at your candidate and figure out hmm, what's wrong with that.
2: Yeah. All right. So I'm going to leave you with this quote. We're going to leave you with this quote. Yes. And again, we want to thank you very much for tuning in. Next week, we're gonna we're gonna dive deep into uh, other subjects that are related to the election and we're going to carry you through the election not election coverage we're just going to we're going to think outside the box we're going to go outside the lines outside of the noise and we're going to uh, bring you things that i think are important in fact i think what we're what we're going to talk about next week uh, is a doozy for nothing is concealed that won't be revealed and nothing hidden that won't be made known and brought to light. It's, an very, it's very important that we know that. It's yes. very important that you be part of that. It's very important that you share that knowledge. We need to bring these things into light. We need to expose the darkness. We need to expose those who are attempting to take down this country and what we have always stood for, what we hope to always stand for. And nope, we're not perfect. no. The, uh, yes, there have been things that have not been done right. We've talked about our government on our, on our channel. Yes. And we, we know that they've done terrible things. But it is a great country. You, we need to believe that. We need to know, I- even in its flaws, this is the greatest country. We have the greatest freedoms. And there is a huge global push to tear it down in order... To complete the one world system. And that is not a conspiracy. No, it's not. It's documented.
3: You can find it. So protect this great country.
2: Yeah. All right, man. Everybody. Hey, Brandon, I'm glad you made it.
3: Yes. Thank you. I'm sorry I was a little bit late, but I got here and we all made
2: We all made it through together. And we love everybody out there. Again, you can email us nwczradio at gmail.com. Uh, in the subject matter down the rabbit hole, I'll be glad to. We'll be glad to send you in, any of these documents that you might want to check out or look at and use in uh, exposing these things. George Soros, SOB. Yeah. Hands and, down, no doubt about it, an
3: amoral prick. Yes. And we hope we made you guys think. I, I've gotten messages from some people on Facebook on how we we've made them think of different ways and see some things differently so i'm glad to see that and i hope we can do that with more people so we're not telling you how to think just making you look look
2: absolutely we'll see you next week everybody see you later bye-bye